Hi, Pupil Pod fans. We have found some feedback that we would like to share with you. Yeah, it's a good podcast, but if maybe if you do use the same intro music every time, it can be like for that podcast, and it can kind of remember. Oh, this is Pupil Pod. When you hear it, thanks. Hey guys, what's up? Today on this pupil pod, we're going to be talking about some life hacks. We've got some feedback that we want to share with you, and also we've got the captain of the Wildcats, Damien Martin, to interview. Hope you enjoy this pupil pod. Bye. Hey guys, welcome back to Pupil Pod. And today, guys, we're going to be telling you some amazing life hacks. Life, life hack, hack number one: use a cereal container as a garbage bin. Life, life hack number two. Empty candy containers are great for valuables. Life hack number three. Use a rubber squeezer so you can remove hair from seats. Life hack number four. Can't think of what to get someone for Christmas? Tell them you already got them a gift and to guess what it is. Boom! Multiple ideas of things what to get that person. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Bye. Now the moment we've been waiting for, Damien Martin, captain of the Wildcats. Thanks for coming today. How much training did you do to reach this stage in your career? It's a good question. <laughs> uh, to be honest, you do all your hard work when you're younger. And so I played basketball, I played all sports. I grew up in country New South Wales, whether it was basketball, rugby league, rugby union, soccer or cricket. I just did it because I enjoyed it and it wasn't until I was probably 15 or 16 that someone said if I take it a little bit more seriously, make a few more sacrifices, train even harder, then they thought I could go on to play basketball professionally. So played it because I loved it when I was younger and then as of the age of 16 or from the age of 16 or 17, probably training every single day for about two and a half hours, whether it's in the weight room or on the basketball court. What's the highest score you've got in one game? Well, the most points I've ever had was about 70 points when I was 10 or 11 years old and it's dropped off significantly. So I'm not a very good scorer, to be honest, in the NBL. Uh, One of my teammates, who I think is the best player in the league, Bryce Cotton, he averages about 20 points a game and I'm a lot less than that. (laughs) (laughs) What started your basketball career? Uh, just my friends playing it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I grew up in a country town where you play all sports and basketball was the one that I probably enjoyed the most. But in saying that, I loved basketball, rugby league, soccer, cricket. If I could kick it, throw it, tackle it, I, uh, I was obsessed with it. So I just love all sport and I think that's the main thing when you're growing up. Do it because you enjoy it, not because you're hoping to make money out of it one day. But my friends were playing it, so I did too and went from there. Um, what's your favourite game in your career and why? Uh, Playing for Australia at the Olympics was a dream come true, so we played a few games there. Whether it was the first game where we beat a very good French team full of NBA players, so that was my first taste of Olympic basketball. And even though the last game we lost the bronze medal game, to be so close to winning a bronze medal, I'll never forget. Uh, Unfortunately, it's one of those games I'll replay over and over again, wishing we'd done a little bit more to win. But... Anything to do with the Olympics is going to be a standout. And then I've been very lucky to have won four championships, five championships with the Wildcats. And so any one of those five has been a highlight as well. Why did you pick basketball as a job? 
I actually quit basketball as a 15 year old. There weren't enough numbers in my hometown to play basketball anymore. Everyone had stopped playing and moved to rugby league. So I was playing rugby league as well with my friends. And then a guy who I'd never met gave me a call out of the blue. And my little country town only has about 2,500 people and only a few cafes and shops. This guy called me and said, Would Dad drive me an hour away to McDonald's in Raymond Terrace? And for me, that was a good enough reason to get in the car for an hour just to get some McDonald's. And over a happy meal, uh, Rob Beveridge, who went on to be a huge part of my career, convinced me to quit rugby league that day. He actually made me call my coach and say I'm not playing anymore. And he gave me a scholarship to the New South Wales Institute of Sport for Basketball. So if it wasn't for Bevo, I don't know if I would have actually played basketball. Who's your favourite player in the Wildcats, except yourself? <laughs> um, I'm definitely not my favourite player anyway. Uh, look, there's, there's two parts to it. A friend of mine once told me you should play for the two R's, rings and relationships. So rings to try and win as many championship rings as possible and relationships because you do go to work every day and get to see your best friends. So as far as favourite teammates, I've got guys on the team that would be lifelong friends and I've been to their weddings, they came to mine. And then as far as pure ability, uh, I think Bryce Cotton is a, not only a great guy, but the best player in the league. So I love watching what he can do out on the court. Um, were you nerdy or sporty when you were younger? If you were nerdy, why did you start playing basketball? Uh, I've, I've got five, there's five children, so I've got four siblings, and mum and dad had pretty high expectations of us as far as if we didn't study hard or do all, our home, all of our homework, we got in a bit of trouble. But I started maybe as a, an A-grade student throughout primary school and then that dropped off a little bit in high school. Uh, well, significantly. But I still tried hard in the classroom, but sport was always my passion. The second the bell rang, I was out the door and trying to play rugby league or basketball. But the thing I'm ha happiest about with all my decisions was I went to university in America because you can only play sport for so long and then you might have to fall back on a degree. So I'm glad that I went to, to um, university. What's your biggest injury? How did it happen and how long were you off the game for? I've had a lot of injuries, so as you can see my fingers are all warped <laughs> from dislocations and breaks, but I ruptured my Achilles tendon, uh, which was nine months on the, on the sidelines, I had to get surgery. I've also had a, a complete knee reconstruction for my right knee, so that was another nine months. I've had four shoulder surgeries, I've had four broken wrists, uh, toe surgery, broken arm, three broken jaws, and obviously my nose isn't very straight anymore, so a broken nose. So injury and sport do go hand in hand, but it's just one of those things, unfortunately, you forget about it, move on until someone asks you about it, you're like, oh wow, I'm really having a lot of, had a lot of injuries. What's your favorite team to play against and why? My favourite team to play against, probably due to the rivalry we've had over 10 years where we played in six or seven grand finals or semi-finals together. New Zealand I always enjoy playing against in the NBL. Adelaide are our biggest rivals, obviously they're the closest team to us within Australia, but we've had a really good rivalry with New Zealand and that continues. Stay tuned for part two. I have went to classes and have got the podcast results. Hello, I've got survey for the podcast. 26 wanted memes, 17 wanted stories, 17 people wanted interviews, 15 people in room 17 wanted sports update, 14 wanted life hacks, 
13 people wanted animal info, 7 people wanted surveys, 8 wanted shout outs, 7 wanted reviews, 9 wanted tutorials, and 23 wanted gossip. Now it's part 2 for Damien Martin! Can we ask a few questions about fever? Um, how do you think the boomers are going to go? I can't wait. So the boomers play two games against Canada here in Perth and then they'll go over and play the Americans before heading to the FIBA World Cup in China. The Australian men's team has never won a medal at a major basketball event, whether it's the World Cup or Olympics. As I said, we came close at the last Olympics coming fourth, but I think Australia can win a medal at this year's World Cup and then win a medal again at next year's Olympics. Uh, so we've got nine or ten guys playing in the NBA, earning millions and millions of dollars each season, and hopefully they all put their hand up to play for Australia. Um, which players should we watch out for? Uh, this year, I'd be looking out for Paddy Mills, Matthew Delavadova, Joe Ingles, Aaron Baines. They're probably our four best. Andrew Bogut, some of our best players. Ben Simmons, who is one of our superstars as well, isn't playing this year, but he will for the Olympics. And he just signed a $240 million contract. So he is already an NBA All-Star, one of the best players in the world, and he'll play at the Olympics. Do you, is he one of your favorite players? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Ben's a great guy. So Ben has a stepbrother called Liam Tribe Simmons, and Liam and I played on the New South Wales state team together. So Liam and I would have been about 14, Ben would have been about five. And after the tournament, we went to McDonald's and I bought Ben a Happy Meal with my parents money so I'm hoping Ben can buy me a happy meal one day to reciprocate. Um thanks for coming in today and we wish Australia and you good luck. Hey guys back here from for the pupil pod news um now we're gonna be talking about the penguins and jumpers. It's a real fashion contest in the penguin world. They are making oil jumpers to save the penguins because they are dying. The oil saves the little penguins, and in 2001, 43 eight little penguins died. They've been raising money. They've been raised $185 million for the penguins. There is a lot of jumpers and cool designs for the penguins. The maker and the starter of all of the jumpers is Jack Kalina Alves Ferreira. A, a sea of democracy activists have once more flooded the streets of Hong Kong to protest about the civil human rights for the people of Hong Kong. Nearly 1.7 million turned out for the last rally. My opinion is that everybody deserves freedom and and rights so everybody everyone including the government should be free if i was from hong kong i would protest too because you need to stand up for your own rights and everybody deserves to be free again so make sure to think about that what if you're if you're standing up for that situation because how do you feel if somebody just took took away all your rights yeah the end Two very nice people have given us a message. Thanks for listening. And hope to see you again next week on Pupil Pod. Remember, we're always keen for feedback or ideas, so send us it on 
Anchor.fm slash peoplepod slash message.